Now, if you were to talk about one of the big issues that hit Boston College football last year, it had to be the injuries. It, it was just it, right? Well, on Tuesday, Jeff Halfley gave a big update on some key injuries for Boston College and some updates you're not going to want to miss. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, this is Locked On BC. I am your host, AJ Black. Thank you all for listening. Now, we are doing a little bit of a different, I'm using a different app today. So hopefully this works out okay. Hopefully you guys are seeing everything that I am seeing. But I want to talk to you today about injuries. Because if we were to get into what derailed Boston College last year, if we saw what they did that really kind of just killed their year, it was the injuries. It was the offensive line injuries. And what was the big, what, what are some of the big ones that we were looking for this year? Well, first of all, we're talking about Christian Mahogany. First of all, Mahogany was the key to that offensive line last year. And his absence was a big, um, was a big missing key for the Eagles. Okay. So we know that Mahogany is going to be back this year. We know that he's going to be healthy. But on Tuesday, Jeff Halfley talked about where where Christian Mahogany is at. And I think that we have to kind of temper our expectations on where he's going to be at this spring. Because Halfley did mention that Mahogany is slowly coming back. He started off by only doing you know, a few things here, a few things there. Halfley on Tuesday said he's working on individual things. He's kind of, kind of ramping things up. And you know what? I am absolutely okay with that because as Halfley said, the last thing that BC football needs is for him to get rolled up on for him to, you know, have some fluky, stupid injury again that completely derails this year. And you know, there is, as, as Frank Ryan says here, there is no reason to rush him. No reason to rush Mahogany because we know that what he need, what we need for BC is for him to come back. Now, question for you guys, folks out there, cause I'm using a different app. Can you see the picture of George Takis out there? Hit the, hit me up in the comments. I I'm using a different system here and I can't see if you can see it. Um, if there's a picture of George Tackett, just hit me up in the comment section. Let me know if you can see it. Cause I'm trying to, I'm trying out a new system here, but back to mahogany. Okay. BC. BC is in desperate need of their offensive line to play at a high level this year. And if there is one player that can, if there's one player that can kind of, you know, do what they need to do, that is going to be, it's going to have to be, okay? It's going to have to be 
Tristan Mahogany. Thank you guys for the, for the comments. I don't know what's going on. I might, I'm going to have to figure this out. Uh, but right now I don't have any pictures up and that's okay. You know what? I don't, honestly don't care. Um, so when we're, when we're looking at these injuries, what else did Jeff Halfley bring up? George Takis, which was, which, which is kind of what I was hoping you guys could see. George Takis is the other injury. He's out right now. He is not, um, he, it's a, it sounds like a minor injury. Okay. And it, he had a minor, it, it sounded like Halfley said there's a minor procedure. That's fine. We didn't get to see a full year out of, of Takis last year. Okay. We did not get to see what he could completely do. Cause he, as Halfley said, and I totally agree, he was hurt all last year. He didn't do much of anything. So, you know, when I'm looking at what he could do, there's a higher upside for George Takis based off of what we haven't seen yet. You know, obviously the potential for anything is is much greater for a guy that hasn't been able to do, um, you know, much in terms of on the field stuff, right? Now, is going to be a major contributor this year because you need a pass tight and catch at uh, pass catching tight end. A, a pass catching tight end. I was right. And BC didn't really have that last year. As Halfley said, you had Jeremiah Franklin thrown in there. Jeremiah Franklin was not a guy that um, was ready. He was a true freshman. He looked raw out there. Right. And I think Takis is going to be a much more valuable commodity this year when it comes to what you need, what you are expecting for the Eagles. Okay. And when you look at that tight end position, his health is going to be so critical. If Takis goes down, if Takis goes down, that's a, that's, that could be a big problem. You don't have established guys behind him. You have Jeremiah Franklin who put in 14 pounds of, of weight this offseason. That's good. But uh, is he ready yet? That's a bigger question, right? That's a bigger that's a bigger concern. Oh, what you're expecting out of, you know, these younger kids. And I, I think those are two big names to watch for in terms of injuries. The third name that he gave an injury report on and one that was hurt again a lot last year. Frank, Frank Ryan's got a good one here. He says, I still have PTSD of the minor injuries turning into Thamel bomb saying out for the season. Amen. <laughs> I still do too. But the other injury that is, is still a minor. It was a minor procedure. He said was Joseph Griffin who I think is going to be a major factor on offense this year. This is a guy that had that big play against NC state to win the game. And with Zay flowers gone, he definitely is going to be a major factor uh, heading in next year. So he's being held out too. Now, all of these injuries, as you said, are, are, you know, they're, they're minor right now. Hopefully that's all it is. That's all we can hope for is that they're just little things that we don't have to worry about. Okay. But what I am worried about, what I see, what I, I don't know is going to happen 
is hopefully they make it through. And I think halfway said it too, make it through this entire spring without injuries. They need to there. This team is deep, but let's not be cocky here because they're not that deep. They, they still have a lot to, they have a lot that they need to prove. And we'll get into all of the ins and outs as this spring continues. Whoa, look at that. It's true. I figured something out. I don't know what I just did, but that's cool. <laughs> hey, look at you ready? Ready for this? Watch this, folks. It's George Takis. We got George Takis on my screen. Woohoo. Okay. I figured something out here. I love it. I don't know what I just did, but I figured something out. It's a it's it's a A plus for AJ here. But let's get into FanDuel. FanDuel is the place to go. You know, during this um uh, during spring March madness. If you want to get in there into FanDuel right now, this is the time to do it because FanDuel is the official sports book partner of locked on and the tournament is heating up with in its perfect time. As I said, because new customers get a no sweat first bet of up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back. If your first bet doesn't win, just download, download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drain. Plus FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet of up to $1,000 in bonus bets. When you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on, that's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. This is AJ Black. We're rocking the new app here, and I love it. I hope I hope you guys are enjoying um, he, us here. Uh, this is Locked On BC, and if you have not done so already, if you haven't subscribed to Locked On BC, this is the time to do it. Just go on to Locked On BC on on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, boom, you're there. <coughs> so, as I was saying, they had um, spring practice today. And one of the big news items that came out of spring practice is the um, pro day that's coming up on Friday. And now, if you're wondering, the names that are coming up are, of course, is Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers is going to be the key here. And it sounds like to Jeff Halfley, you know, they're going to have him running routes and making catches, but he's not going to be doing the 40-yard dash. He's not going to be doing... um, you know, uh, the, the weightlifting or any of that, you know, the agility drills, any of that good stuff. He's basically going to have um, Austin Burton, who is a quarterback that BC had committed many moons ago that ended up at UCLA. He ended up at Purdue and he's going to be throwing to him. He's a, he's a senior too, who's trying to find a, a spot in uh, the NFL draft. Uh, so he'll be there to throw to him. But there were some interesting names that I wanted to bring up. And I apologize. I have Drew Kendall up there because Drew Kendall's not in the NFL draft. But that's that's not for here or, or there. The other names that you're going to want to watch for are Clifford Kirker, who is a uh, wide receiver. I believe he was the ultimate Frisbee guy that ended up as a walk-on BC. I, he's been at, at Pro Days a couple of years in a row. Um, hey. I can't hate a guy for trying, right? Like, is he ever going to get there? I don't even think he ever played for BC, but he's there. Uh, Isaiah Miranda, who is from the class of 20, I believe he transferred out, and I don't think he ever found another spot. Again, good luck. Chibuzian Wuka, a defensive lineman, Marcus Valdez, Kobe White, and Jaden Woodbay. Now, let's go through kind of some of these guys. 
we've had um, Mitch Wolf on here before who talked about uh, the potential for some of these guys. Boozy uh, is, is obviously an interesting character, but as, as, as uh, Mitch has said, he's a little undersized, you know, he, I think he's like five eleven, which for a defensive tackle in the NFL is not going to happen, but you never know. Maybe he figures something, maybe they figure out a way to use him. He's, he has that issue, but also Marcus Valdez, who I f- feel is at BC for about 12 years. Uh, he He's also undersized. I think he's 5'11", too. Um, I know the staff think highly of both of these guys, so maybe they can talk up these NFL scouts into drafting one of them. Uh, when Halfley talked to the media on Tuesday, he talked about Kobe White, uh, who he had nothing but good things to say about. Kobe had two transfers after he left BC at the end of last year. He first transferred to Liberty, and I don't know what happened. I don't talk to Kobe, but he ended up back at Maine. He never, I don't think he ever played against BC in that Maine game. Uh, he had definitely didn't put up a stat line, but uh, as Earl, uh, yeah, Earl Grant, Jeff Halfley said, you know, this is a guy that he thinks very highly of. And you know, he's a graduate of BC. He wanted to give him that opportunity. He gave him that opportunity. And, you know, he, he you know, he wanted to give him a chance to come to NFL Pro Day. And that's what's going to happen for Kobe. That's a cool. I think that's cool. I think it's great to see him come back. Um, he was always one of my favorite players. You know, when Anthony Brown was here and, and Adazio, he was like one of the like most consistent guys out there. And then he just got shredded with injuries. I feel bad for him in that. And Jaden Woodbay. I thought Jaden got kind of uh, screwed a little bit at the NFL combine. I thought he should have had a chance to go there. He never did. Um, And this is a, I think of any of the guys here, this is a chance for him to really put some, put his name out there and um, impress some of those uh, scouts that are out there that are thinking of, you know, possibly drafting. Cause he, I mean, I want, I'm very interested to see what his 40 scores are. Maybe some of his agility drills. This is, he doesn't have a chance to put those on paper yet. He did it at uh, the East West shrine bowl, but this is a real chance in front of a lot of scouts because there are going to be, you know, a ton of teams watching Zay flowers. I thought uh, Jeff Halfley had a really funny comment in his press conference when he said, you know, when I was a coach in the NFL, the guys that were interested in, we were taking out for dinner and Zay's already told me he's got six dinners planned up right now. Uh, there he's going to put on five pounds of weight from all the dinner he's going to eat. Um, but you know, so all those, co- all those staff are there to watch Kobe, uh, to watch Kobe co- to watch Zay. Maybe they'll still catch out Jaden Woodbay too, and, and give him a chance. Cause I, as, as Mitch has said, there's a, he strikes me as a guy, you know, he's a former blue chip. He's got some intangibles and, and, and intangibles too that could be interesting in the NFL, but we'll have to wait and see what he does, what they do with him. Because um, right now, you know, I think he's probably more on the outside looking in, but maybe he ends up being a sixth or seventh round draft pick. But other than that, I have to say just as a, a overall kind of thought on this whole draft process, it's a quiet draft. It is, there's not a ton of BC interest here. You, I mean, honestly, you get Zay and Jaden, who we've talked about all along, and then a bunch of guys that you're, you'd hope as a BC fan that they get picked up, that they get interest. But realistically, you're going, huh, it's an uphill battle. Uh, it's it's going to be a quiet one. So we'll, we'll wait and see Friday. I'm sure Halfley will talk about all those. I know he's very excited to have Zay back on. He said he was smiling in it, in it, uh, um, at practice and 
Chibuzi and Marcus will be at practice later this week. So um, pro day is, is a big one and we'll have to wait to see what happens uh, this weekend. Now in our final segment, we're going to talk about Earl Grant and some big news about his contract. Again, follow us on YouTube if you have not done so already. We'll be back in just a moment. Locked on BC, AJ Black. Thank you all for following along. And again, we are the only daily Boston College podcast out there. There's other great podcasts out there, but we do it every day because there's so much great things to talk about about this good program. And we're going to get into basketball now. Now, no transfer news as of as of this recording. There has not been any updates about Coasey Reeves or anyone else. But on Tuesday, BC Basketball did release big news that Earl Grant has been signed to a uh, contract extension until tw- from 2028 to 2029. And... This is good for a couple of reasons. First of all, anyone with a set of eyes can see that he has this program heading in the right direction. Okay. You have the most wins in the ACC since 2010 and 2019, uh, 2011. Numbers kind of skewed because that that's the most, you know, game, they play more games in the ACC, but that regardless, their win percentage is right up there. They're finishing around 500. The most, top 25 wins with three this year. The potential of this on top of all, if guys had stayed healthy, but when you lose your center, who was supposed to be your star to an injury and misses basically the entire out of conference schedule that kind of bit them in the butt. That being said, Earl Grant for the first time, it feels from my perspective it feels like BC basketball is trending correctly. And I, I forget who said it. It was someone on our message board on Eagle Insider said, when you got a coach that you feel like is doing the right thing and going in the right direction, you don't nickel and dime them. You pay them. And I'm not even at that point yet because I think this is a bigger deal for another reason. And I don't even think it's that big of a deal. I think fans make a big deal out of every contract extension. I think this is one of those particular instances where it just, you look at the numbers, right? Earl Grant has to go out and recruit. That's part of his job. His staff has to go out and recruit. When you recruit, you need to have your head coach booked up for the next four years. Earl Grant, if he was done, would not, I mean, if they just kept the contract as is, would not have been done. And believe me, coaching staffs could use that against him, saying, oh, the school doesn't believe in him. Maybe you should come here where our school believes in us. By just giving him that extension, you're showing he can go out there and show the recruits, look, BC believes in me. I am going to be there the four years you're going to be here. Whether that's true or not, on either end, if BC fires him or if Grant decides to go somewhere else, that's a whole other story, but it's, it's the optics of this. It's an optics move. That's all this is. There's nothing fancy about this. Okay. If you're going to keep a coach on, you extend them. We as a BC community will never see the big key to this contract, which is the buyout number. They will never tell us to us unless we find out from an agent or the coach after they leave because BC is a private institution. So 
you know, the bigger news about this is stuff we will never know. If BC ups the buyout rate, meaning if Earl Grant, st- we find out that he's actually, uh, we see the emperor's new clothes and he's not the coach that we think he is. If the buy- if the buyout rate is increasing, then yeah, that's a bad move. But if he got extended and the buyout amount is relatively the same or it's still affordable for the school, then all of this doesn't matter. None of what we talk what 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 we think about this this contract matters because this is a recruiting move. That's all this is. It's the ability for Earl Grant who put together two really good recruiting classes. I loved his class last year with Prince Oligby, Chaz Kelly, DJ Hand and and uh, Armani Mighty. And I'm a fan of his new one. But he's got to go out there and continue recruiting. He's out there. There's new names out there. Drew Fielder from Providence, a center that BC was in on that had him on campus is back in the trans. He uh, got out of his NIL, um, his national letter of NLI national letter of uh, intent for, because Providence lost Ed Cooley. There are other recruits out there that they're very into. They need Earl Grant to have solid footing here in this contract extension is what does that. Now we're going to hit our comment section up because this is one of the fun parts of our comment, uh, our, um, our, our podcast. I apologize. All right. So let's go through what people have to say. Marty party says Marty party is one of our, our OGs here. He says, if the tight, tight ends can't stay healthy, then half has got to hit the tra- portal this spring and nab some depth. Yeah. I mean, if, if I, I agree with you, Marty, if, if there's worry that Takis is not ready and that Jeremiah Franklin needs like one more year. And he seems, I mean, Halfley said, and he's a coach. So, you know, say grain of salt, right? That sounds like Franklin's ready to take that next step. But if he's not, you need to go out there and get him. Right. Um, Amanda says, Amanda Cave, thank you for coming in. Jeff, give Jeff Halfley room. Boston college is an academic school, not sports. No kidding. Um, uh, Eddie Santiago, new facilities for Grant's crew. Yeah. I mean, that f- practice facility for the Eagles is a big time deal for Boston College. It is huge. And it's going to be a major selling point for, tra- uh, for, pra- for transfers and recruits. So this, if, if you think that Earl Grant can do that, he's going to be able to recruit at a higher level. We'll see it coming up soon. Okay. Uh, continuing on, I think that's about all we have today. It's a quieter day. That's all good. I hope you guys have enjoyed our show. I hope you enjoyed my new format and this new setup. Um, I was using another system, and as you guys heard the other day, it was like I sounded like a freaking robot. Um, and thank you, Bruce, who says, love the revamp. It looks great. Um, I'm going to use this more often because it doesn't have the glitchy issues, doesn't have the sound issues. Um, so I wanted something different. I want to give you guys the best quality recording I can give you. And hopefully this does that. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at AJ, <coughs> excuse me, at AJ Black underscore BC. Um, we'll be back again tomorrow to talk more football, get ready for pro day and everything. And if there's any recruiting news, we got that too. Thank you all so much. Follow me on Twitter. Follow Hit that subscribe button on YouTube. We'll see you again soon. Take care, everyone.